morning. Good morning. You know it's time to play. Good morning, or maybe good afternoon, or a good evening. How did you like that intro? Because that's what we're working with this week. Because I didn't finish my intro. Da-dum, 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 da-dum. I didn't finish the intro, and that's okay. But anyways, how are y'all doing today? It is Trill Tuesday. This is the second episode of Trill Talks Trends. I'm in my room. The LED lights are blasting. I've had a good week. Uh, I hope y'all have had a good week. Um, it got cold real quick. Um, and, you know, anyone who's following me on Instagram... I've been making a song every day or a beat every day for now 12 days. This is day 12. And not going to lie, this shit is hard. Um, Yeah, I, I'm like, fuck, am I going to run out of ideas? You know, what am I going to express? But here we are. It's a lot of fun. I've made some songs I'm really proud of that, you know, are going to go on to being like full on thingies. And then I've made ones that I'm like, you know what? That was good for that hour. <laughs> but anyways, today we are going to talk to my very good friend, Philip, a.k.a. Winslow. And we're going to get a sneak peek of his song releasing on Friday, 1030. And not 1030 to Yuma, but 1030 Halloween, day before Hallow's Eve. Yes. And it's called Warlord, and it is an absolute banger. It's, it, wait till the end of the episode. We have it in its glory. And, you know, I hope he's listening because I just want to put it out there that I hope he sends me the stem so I can make a fucking remix to this. Spam him in the comments. Anyways, thanks for being patient with me, y'all. Um, I'll get this intro, but these episodes are really dope. And... You know, I just want to say thank you for anyone who's listening. All right. Without further ado, Winslow. And then pressing record. All right. What up, everybody in podcast land? You know, whether that be Spotify, the not good as one as Apple Music, or Apple Music, or, you know, Maybe you're just listening on my Instagram because maybe I'll put put a clip. Who knows? But we're here. And um, I just want to introduce this gentleman, this fine gentleman that we have right here. You know, I've been around the block a couple times, maybe two or three. And I know there's one guy at the end of the block. You know. You know that diet that they call, they call it, what do they call it? Oh, keto? No. Are we talking about keto? No. We're talking about the man, the Vietnamese mama din cooking, great looking, and you know he's always cooking. Winslito! Yo, yo. Oh, what's popping, y'all? What is popping? Not popcorn, but everyone's doing good out there. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Just coming the end of a, like a lazy day, so you know, feeling you know, good. Charge. I'm glad to hear it. Over here, we call lazy days the ultimate chill day. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate chill day and the reason i called it that was because you, you can't just call it a lazy day sometimes sometimes you got to give it a little bit more glamour and i remember like 2013 like a little 2013 action like um take care the album was pretty big at the time i remember <laughs> that very specifically yep. and i would come home on my days off and you know what i would I, you know what my ultimate chill days consisted of huh Binge watching How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> the randomest show to ever binge watch. But anyways, we're going to start it out. We're going to do, this is the, the weekly thing. 
we're going to do the sound bowl. And uh, everybody, you know, wherever you're at, get yourself centered because uh, here we go. a little bit rugged this week but you know we got there so (laughs) thank you everybody for that moment of uh you know silence i guess and just chilling and centering our energies before we get into the podcast with my best friend philip nguyen aka winslow yeah we're here we're live and you know there's a there's a few things that I wanted to talk about today, but the one thing that I want to start off with is how did you get the name Winslow? Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> if you've heard in some of the tracks with that tag and whatnot, man, Winslow. Mmm. It really came out like a previous name I had before called Wins, and I was just like running off of that randomly no Mm. meaning no context just like kind of has my name in it or my last name i mean and i just really fuck with the wind (laughs) wait it was wind with a d yeah just straight wins all caps because you saw like i think back when it was probably like 2016 when trap was like or 2015 Uh trap was like up there with all the caps letters um, for your name and you put a V or whatever in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, with yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. Let's just go with wins and see what happens. And then I was just like, man, this isn't working out. Let's add the low in there. And lo and behold, Winslow came together. And then we low had to rebrand behold. with the Z. Ooh, yep. The Z. You know, that, that was... I, I loved when you added the Z because it added a little bit more razzle-dazzle to the mix. <laughs> a, little, a little zest. Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. Use the Z word. Thank you. I appreciate you that. You got it. You got it. And so kind of tell us, like, what is your background in music? For anyone who doesn't really know you, you know, give a little bit of, like, a, a brief background of, like, you know, where you came from in music. Um, in terms of that, I started off doing music pretty early on um, in middle school, um, just trying to play guitar and like learn like all these rock and roll and like metal riffs I was really into and had a little band with the group of friends I had with. And uh, to be honest, we kind of sucked. <laughs> no, we definitely sucked. Uh, it was a good time, though. Definitely honed in on like yeah, music's definitely for me, and this is what I want to do. And uh, it wasn't until I got into college a little bit and started getting more into the EDM stuff um, and branching off into that, and uh, also hip-hop as well. And then from there, took on the whole Winslow just project, and just it's been a growing thing ever since, just like a plant. You know, you just got to water and give it a little love, and it'll just grow up. You- it will grow up and a little bit of love goes a long way with that. And so how did you go from rock music and like a band to, you know, the, the music that we all love, like anything for you, butterflies. What is it? Orange soda? Orange soda by Orange the soda? team. <laughs> yep. So how, how did we get, how did we get there? What was what was the the projection? So when I got into EDM, it was like, you know, the stuff we were fucking with heavy early on, just like trap and whatnot. And uh, I just remember finding those like chiller, like songs 
like chiller, like lo-fi music at first mm-hmm. going into the EDM world. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is like more vibey, more melodic. And uh, from there I was just like, okay, maybe I'll have to learn a little bit of keyboard and whatnot and just start picking up Ableton and uh, kind of piece things together and try to take like little influences from rock and roll and metal by just like trying to integrate progressions and melodies kind of how they arrange them in that kind of genre of music hmm i don't know i don't know if i ever knew that i didn't know that you would approach like your ableton usage through a rock lens i guess i did not know that ah remember how i'd so when we would like try and produce together and whatnot i'd always start with like the melody and like you, you would yeah you would so I felt like that's definitely a rock thing because most um, production for like, say, hip hop or like trap EDM sometimes could just start with a beat and then you lay down the chords and the melodies from there. But for me, I was always like, you need like a riff or like a just chord progression just to go off of. And I, you, I still yeah. kind of go with that. You know, I, I would say, you know, actually... I think this is a quick, this is a great time to plug you because I want everybody to know the first time I ever laid my motherfucking eyes on Ableton was at this guy's house. It was 20, what, 16, 20. Yeah. It was like the winter of 2016. And I don't know how I convinced you to let me come over, but you let me come. <laughs> over I literally would just sit there for hours, just watching you tinker around, not even knowing what the fuck was going on. Bro, there was a time you stayed till five in the morning. Like, I don't even know what the heck we were doing. I think we just tried producing for half of that night and then dead ass watch Stranger Things for the rest of that. <laughs> I would say that you are the you are the reason I watched Stranger Things, and I only watched the first season, and I watched it all the way through for you, because of you. Damn, you, you had a you 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 sold it really well. <laughs> <laughs> that soundtrack, man, it's crazy good. But so you know, speaking of like you know melodies, you know that's actually kind of how I approach things now. It's like, you know, I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell all all my secrets for my production but like i'll go on to good old splice you know everyone's gotta love splice and you know i'll i'll think oh, of yeah keywords or i'll go through an entire pack and you know i would say a lot of music is like taste you know what yep. what's what's good to what sounds good to your ear and you know I'll wait until that one little like melody, you know, progression or chord progression just says, all right, build an entire song off of this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the way I feel about it with like sample selection too, unless it like really resonates with me. Like it brings out emotion or like mm-hmm. a memory. Um, I'll run, I'll run with that and just build off of like melodies off of that and, at some point, sometimes you'll just take that sample away and just go off of what you've kind of built up around that. Yep. Or you still put that sample in. Because, like, I mean, just like yourself, we've given all my secrets away. Oh, what song is that? I don't remember, bro. As soon as you, like, I'm said it that way. I'm gonna give all my secrets <laughs> I don't you even know it, who is it Coldplay Maroon 5 any generic one of those kind of bands any generic <laughs> ass, people who play music for fucking state farm insurance <laughs> yep 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 All right. um so anyways I I got you we always zone out on our conversations and this type of stuff but anything for you oh you yep. I want to put this out there like Let, that entire yeah. song is built off of an entire just probably said this in the last podcast but for all the newcomers and everything um anything for you was built off of a uu haka show <laughs> jazz version of like their intro of that anime opening intro and i was just like this is super like fast tempoed but let's see what happens when you slow it down and just like build a vibey like beat to it and then add 
um how do you pronounce the artist's name i don't want to butcher it the the bazi 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 <laughs> yeah the... uh go ahead sing how's it. it go again how's it go again um you're mine hands on your body i don't want to waste no time or something like that yeah no yeah that's the song because you you sample the you a fire you a fire just like mariah you're mine (laughs) yeah yep i mean it's just combining those elements together and it was just like wow this is kind of like lo-fi that i really really like fuck with because i love the textures and like the random ambiance they'll put in there of like i don't know anime like dialogue or just something from a movie it mm-hmm. just brings back nostalgia and uh the sound and since then the winslow sounds just been kind of scattering off into so many different directions now um but i feel like the core of it's always keeping like a melodic just vibe mm-hmm. somehow in some way for sure. Yeah, there's there's always something I know about you is that you of all of the producers I know, you do ARPs like nobody's business. Your ARP game is always <laughs> on point. Like what was it, Lessons in Red? <laughs> yeah, and that like man, that the story behind Lessons in Red. Oh um, yeah. Lay yeah, lay it on for us, you know? We need to, the, the people need to know. Yeah. <laughs> the Winslow breakdown for sure. Like lessons in red, you know, just had had a thing with a girl and it didn't work out. So I like took it upon myself. I was like, man, I got to get out of the house a little bit. I'm, I'm sulking up and whatnot. So, you know, I took a walk downtown and went to this cafe. Um, and just sat down and I listened to the entire Hi, This Is Flume mixtape. Oh, uh, yeah. You put me onto that. Yeah. It was it was just really just, I mean, Flume's always been killing it and he took it to a whole other just like level of experimental bass and like electronic music. And I was just so intrigued listening to it as I was walking this cafe and was like, yeah, I got to take some influence from this and just take like little notes. And I just remember starting Lessons in Red as like a flume flume type beat almost. <laughs> and uh, the art, bro, that art just came together because I was like, I need something that's just like crazy and just sporadic, but still maintain some melodic element to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took some time to complete, but I, I, I'm so happy of how it came out now. So that is the story behind Lessons in Red, you know, just going through some stuff and then taking it to a cafe and making it into art. You know, I'm I'm glad you said something about like, you know, throwing some like the emotions and like channeling it into your art because, you know, I I've had that moment. I remember I don't know what the hell I was going through, but I remember going to the Wild Oat in uh um, Bellingham which is a vegan cafe oh yeah and yep. I remember just sitting there and I brought my laptop and that was when I was producing Down With Me and that song I remember what? just oh, yeah I was in the wild oh and I just remember fucking crying my eyes out making the song <laughs> it while while getting like dark chocolate like cafes you know like little coffee things <laughs> And I was just crying. I was yeah. like, dude, you know what? This one's going to be a banger. And, th- okay, this is this is random just because I, I'm just going to put it out there. So there's this girl on Twitter. I'm not going to name any names, but she's got an OnlyFans. And, you know, I'm supportive. I'm supportive. You know, if sex workers out there, like, go do your thing. Chase your bag. Yep, I'm here, here for you. I'm here and for you. do your that. thing. Yeah. And so, you know, she was supporting me out love on Twitter lands. Yeah, love your body, you know. We all go through it, which, you know, that's another conversation in itself. But, um, you know, I was doing some research. You know, I was like, who is this girl? Let me check out her OnlyFans. Oh, it's a free subscription? Let me check it out. All right. No shame. And I go and peep it. And right down in the middle of her videos is her, like, doing some, you know, like, booty twerking. 
two down with me, bro. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I was not expecting that at all to That's hear my own up, song <laughs> on someone's only fans. And I was like, bro, this is awesome. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> places you would never expect to hear your song only fans me last week. There you go. There you For research go. purposes only, though. Research purposes only. Yeah, research only. But, you know. Better the music. Better, better the music, you know, better the experiences for all the goers. Content creation, right? <laughs> but I wanted to channel exactly. the, I want I want to funnel this all back to, like, what you were saying about, like, emotion in music. And I want to say, I want to ask, how much of it, making a song to you is, like, putting out like you know all of your emotions or how much of it is like oh shit my internet connection's unstable um so like how much is it like emotion or how much is it like i don't know technical ability like when you go into making a song like what what is your your step your process you know you told me about like the loop that like kind of like has that nostalgic feel to it but like you know with like your new song that you know is unreleased warlord that baby's that baby's <laughs> got some bite that one's got some bite to it you know a little spicy yeah it's got some some of that saucy sauce on there speaking of that 2016 trap it's like a 2020 updated version of those same of that same energy bro exactly exactly um yeah warlord coming soon october 30th so, so I soundcloud think, spotify yep apple music the whole shindigaroo exactly yeah coming out and off of that note sorry my man it was lagging a little bit um, oh yeah the, earlier the so internet connection out. was unstable Got you, got you. Um, Warlord, yeah, I mean, in terms of putting emotion into that, it was, Warlord's completely different from the entire, like, Winslow discography thus far, mm-hmm. being a heavy, just mindless banger with the big trap horns we've all come to love throughout the years. Um, those grimy, like, rugged synths rugged to hit you hard, but still has those 808s that we all just, you know, get our bounce on whenever we hear it. And uh, Warlord, man, it really, I drew upon all like the pent up emotions I've had throughout 2020 with everything going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, anyone going through like mental health challenges and everything, I feel you. And this is like a mental little, mental health awareness little thing too you know 2020 has been hard and if you've been like just battling your demons alone and just trying to like kind of tucker away from your friends or anything reach out when you can and uh falling back to the subject of warlord it was just all this frustration of just seeing all this bullshit you know Mm -hmm. and uh I just took it upon myself to really try and translate these new emotions into music and just took a lot of influence from guys like Quix, uh, R.L. Grime, Bauer. And uh, there was some technical stuff I learned along the way while doing it um, because I've always been switching around my mixing and mastering process, just constantly tinkering it. and I feel like this is my best mix today, like up to this present point. Um, I would just agree by learning, that. yeah, just learning to like uh, take out frequencies that you don't really need, um, having certain elements like left or right mm-hmm. um, on the speaker pan certain ways and uh, just really taking the time to sit down and like figure out do I really need the sound this loud or like, can I just space it another way um, in the overall, like just imaging mm-hmm. of the, of the frequencies and sounds that are coming out. 
Um, and in the end, it was, it was, I'm just very happy with it because it's my first like mindless banger finally put together because all my other songs have always been, you know, I, I got to put this out here too. Like most of my songs that I've written up to Warlord have always been about a girl, hands down. Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. put that out there. Like you got to, <clears throat> I drew off of those emotions, whether good or bad, and just put those into music. And Warlord was just my first attempt at like, Let's really make something big, anthemic, hard hitting, just really hits you in the gut. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came together um, over the course of several months, honestly, because I worked on the Orange Soda remix um, redo mm-hmm. and put that out. And Warlord was Little just kind of on the back burner. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tell your best Tell friend. Tell your best friend. Shut the fuck up. Hey. All right. Yeah. We need, we need that a little quick intermission. But yeah. So it, you were working on the, the Orange Soda remix while you were still doing Warlords, right? Yeah. I previewed Warlord um, way early in the year before COVID hit and everything um, at a legacy show at Base Cave down in Seattle. What? Yeah, I previewed it then in its roughest form, like one drop. Oh, barely, yeah. barely an intro, um, just a sub drop for the outro, and uh, people <laughs> felt it. it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dude, there's yeah, something. So there's it's, something it's, about playing like unreleased, like unreleased or like unfinished things that is kind of is is kind of fun, you know. It's a nice little like you know it's a little rugged. <laughs> yeah, it's always a little bit rugged. Like it kind of reminds me uh, who I, it was, Odlin. Uh, no, fuck, man, what's Garrett? Garrett Barber and Ciela. Oh, Pacifics. Pacifics, thank you. Pacifics yeah. and Ciela yeah. when they did that whole um, hour long like only original set and like unreleased. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was the first time I had ever heard of anything like that. And I remember talking to them about that and I was like, dude, y'all have enough music to fill up an entire hour. And they're like, you know, some of the things that like are like half done. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that as a concept. <laughs> so that's cool that you Yeah, I think I remember it. you like bring that up. For sure, bro. Like it's it was fun just playing it out in its rugged, rugged form and see its completion now, um, with vocals and everything because it's so it's so different from how it was back then. Um, so yeah, I'm just really proud of this and can't wait for everybody to hear it. Um, Warlord's coming soon. I think when this podcast comes out, right, today's the the 19th of October, it'll be out in like about a week. So it'll be the week of your, of the release, right? Yeah, it will be. So, yo, go run it up. Pre-save link. Go hit up. It is at W-I-N-Z-L-O music on Instagram, Twitter. You know, he's on Spotify and Apple Music. Go check him out because, you know, the, the, I'm going to have a, a user recommendation. I really love Butterflies. Butterflies Ooh. is one of my favorite songs from you. And I think it's because you incorporated a lot of different elements in that song. And you, that was like your first like release thing where you had a, a little taste of house. <laughs> a, little, a quick little taste of the house a, a little dip into that that groovy funk a house yeah. yes and there's more to come because um there's there's a little house idea in the works right now so you know but anyways butterflies we love to hear it butterflies yeah butterflies was actually an older older track so the story behind butterflies is it was made way before anything for you actually and i put it on the back burner yeah i remember 
I just have a distinct like memory of getting a chord progression down, the basic beat down, and then coming up that like do 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 do, bum 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 bum, melody, and uh, I was just jumping around on a like sunny day, like oh my god, I figured out something that sounds like good and like melodic, and uh, I shoved it on the back burner for a while, and the funny story behind why I rebooted it and released it was because um, on one of Will's last nights in Bellingham, we longboarded. Me? Yeah, bro. We, uh, we longboarded don't, throughout don't, don't, downtown don't, don't, Bellingham. Don't tell people my government name. <laughs> my name isn't William. It is Sir Trillium. It's Trillium. Trillium von Lichtenstein III. But you know enough of that. But we were <laughs> we were longboarding out in the Beeham streets. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, and uh, I just remember us getting back in your car and hotboxing like crazy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we that were just playing right. each other unreleased stuff and just like maybe just whatever we had on our laptops and i played out butterflies and you're like yo why don't why haven't you released this like this is like done done i'm like i don't know the the second part's not done so i remember going back um to it like the week after and everything and then just like yeah finished it up rebooted it and released it and it's just been such a just very vibey song. Um, it is a very vibey song. That and anything for you give me like late summer vibes. You know, I like, always love making music in the summer. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I would say me too. I think on the floor was a summertime song, and you know, it's just like the vibes. But oh, there's yeah. a there's actually a couple things that I I had a. I had a question about um, one thing I wanted to know was, you know, for anyone who actually listened to the first podcast between you and me, um, they would know that our first performance in Seattle ever was together. And true. <laughs> we, I remember we worked tirelessly on that set and it was a, a work <laughs> of algorithmic genius i think it's somewhere still on soundcloud right trillium back-to-back winslow I, it, oh that and that's where ones, it yeah. came from that's where i remember it was around that time you said yo i'm about to go buy this like vocal <laughs> this like vocal thing and then all of a sudden we're playing the mix and then all i hear is <laughs> <laughs> you're live in the mix with trillium back to back with winslow <laughs> oh. and i dude i love it in warlord when you pl when you play the winslow in like the middle of the song like that got me i remember when i was listening to it on my way to the gym i was like Oh, oh, damn, that got me. <laughs> but with performances, I'm curious, oh. how do you, what's, it, what's that feeling like for you to be on the stage playing music, playing your music, like, you know, interacting with a crowd? I want to know, I want to know a little bit of a inside of your mind. Inside, yeah. I mean, at first, I'm an introvert, so shouts all the introverts out there. Shout out One to time. the introverts and the extroverts and, and the ambiverts and the introverted extroverted people out yes. there. Yes. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> this that's, guy. That's a motherfucking tease, and you'll know why later. Hearing noises, hearing noises. But in my head, when most performances are going off, it was terrifying at first because you're just thinking about, oh my God, you gotta all these people, oh, whoa, like all, all this is going on, lights are going off around you. Um, as the shows went on, um, I just got more and more comfortable with it and then started interacting more with the fans, 
you know, you'll just filter out and be like, I need to see you when this drops and like those kind of things. And when you let them know and the music plays and it, it drops and you see them just hands up, losing themselves in the moment, mm-hmm. it's like the best feeling. And uh, when you play out your own music to a crowd, that's that's a whole other high in its own because it's just like this is a piece of me like a literal piece of me to Mm -hmm. y'all and to see you guys just go crazy or like just really get starstruck which i've seen you know happen a couple times when i played lessons in red um it's just it's just like whoa i made them feel something this is amazing because they're making me feel so so energized and just like ready to go um it's it's just a wonderful time performing and i miss that but the live streams are a lot of fun too right now because you get to incorporate more video editing and more storytelling in the Mm -hmm. video that you get to live stream so yeah man dope thanks for sharing they got me really fucking energized myself because (laughs) i i know i have like watched the progression of you since the beginning of us both DJing at the same time and then like when I saw you fucking take control of that mic you're like I want to see your fucking hands up there I'm like yes Poppy (laughs) Poppy came to play (laughs) yes daddy and I dude we've had so many legendary shows together we had Trillium's Trap House we had so many times in Seattle you know back in what q's basement <laughs> which was the one of the dopest venues in fucking basement, Bellingham. basement days right the base we have a picture of us using those laptop stands and you know yeah basement days or something else <laughs> they really are and oh, um man. This this is another thing that you know you 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 brushed on earlier and it's something i think i I'd like to definitely dive more into was the talk of mental health. I know that's kind of like a complete 180 of what we were just talking about, but you know, my, my brain be going places sometimes, you know? And, um, you know, yeah, yeah. one thing I've noticed for, I know I'm, I'm going to take a moment to be vulnerable. And one thing I have always struggled with is, um, you know, like, body dysmorphia or like you know always thinking i'm like way like the biggest guy in the room and like being super self-conscious about my weight and such and um i don't know like especially like being in music like when you're constantly being like taking pictures of or like performing in front of people um yeah sometimes it's hard to you know do that and um i don't know yeah i just kind of felt like bringing that up and um i'm i know something that you and i talked about over like um you know we we have like you know weekly every other weekly chats on the phone and you know you work in healthcare and as a asian american you know during like covid times i know you've dealt with some bs out in like these streets and um you know, if you're if you're open to wanting to talk about that, I would like to, you know, open the floor and, you know, have a space because, you know, maybe someone else could relate to that. Definitely. And I appreciate you putting that <clears throat> out there and everything. Um, because, yeah, it's just been kind of an underspoken thing because Black Lives Matter right now with everything going on mm-hmm. foremost and everything. Um, yet at the same time, another like quiet thing that's been going on is just a lot of Asian Americans, um, in the bigger cities in New York, um, even in Canada right now, they're just getting attacked because COVID started in China and people seem to think that, you know, oh no, they're Asian American. They probably came over here with the virus and all this and that and are just jumping to irrational conclusions. And for me, I've had to just deal with a lot of um, silent treatment from people I've worked with for years 
and it's like 180s on characters and just um, death stares sometimes and just a lot more awkward interactions for sure. Mm-hmm. I haven't exactly encountered any of like full on confrontations or like um, getting verbally abused or like even being as other people have in these bigger cities. Um, it's been rough, but in, in a way it's also helped me tackle my mental health because it made me realize my anxiety is up. My depression is up a little bit more. I got a pinpoint besides like this whole thing on Asian Americans, like what else is affecting me. Mm. Um, within my normal day of life as well as my time in healthcare and really take care of myself first and um, music's always been helpful in doing that but exercise eating healthy um, and checking in with friends even when you don't feel like you're open to wanting to talk about these kind of subjects mm. um, the moment you try and just be vulnerable and open to a close friend or someone you trust will go a long way because I remember being able to confide in you about some of the bullshit I was dealing with of just like, you know, like I said before, just people I've worked with for years and just suddenly it's just silent treatment, dirty stares and just like basically no contact. And it's like, you're treating me like I'm below you or like I don't even matter Mm -hmm. in that regard. So being able to open to open up to you about that was huge. And after that, I was like, okay, this is something out of my control. So fuck it. I can control what I can and I'm going to boost those things. So I'm just going to go hard on the music, make sure I'm physically fit, getting all my sleep and getting the social interaction that I need and recharging afterwards, because still I'm an introvert at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, focusing on all those things to better yourself has been really helpful. So if there's anyone out there who can relate to just these, um, these things taking place in their life from just people like looking at you different or just like trying to hint towards confrontation towards you or something, know that you're not alone. And if, you need somebody to hear you out. We're here for you. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing all that. And, uh, you know, if anyone out there is, you know, dealing with any sort of, you know, stress or anxiety and, you know, they need someone to talk, I'm going to open up my DMs and if, you know, there's someone you just you know just needed a little quick little chat i got you i'm always good at trying to pick people up and um yes he yes he he's helped me out a lot he's a good man <laughs> i can say the same thing about this guy philip has you know been with me through so many different times you know we've gone through so many different things together we've grown up essentially like i don't know i haven't really made many like best friends in like my late 20s and, you know, I would really consider you a, a best friend that I've made. And, like, you're a fucking brother for life, man, you know? I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> but, you know, much oh, like, um, like we do on our calls, I think this is the moment, my friend. Sounds good to me, man. So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, sorry to leave it on a somber note, but, you know, mental health is big. And, like, I don't know, something I've always been thinking about is, like, quarantine. I don't know. I lost my job at the middle of March. And I remember for, like, the first, like, month, I was sleeping all the time like i was sleeping as much as possible and i didn't realize how burnt out i was in just in general and like you know quarantine and COVID has been you know and actually 
shout out to all the first responders shout out to all our nurses shout out to all of our transporters shout out to our doctors like you know if you're in direct contact like and you know you're putting your life on the line every day like fucking turn the fuck up drink a truly for us you know Take so a, smoke a little for us too. Yeah, please. Smoke, smoke a little bleasy, you know, if you can, you know, if you can. And yeah, uh, you know, I, if you can. But you know, COVID, you know, this this whole time really taught me to like, you know, what you were saying earlier about like, um, how it made you kind of look inward and like pinpoint what your exact anxieties were, and like the 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 you're kind of like finding like the true root of it, the problem. And I think I could very much attest to, you know, COVID teaching me all of the things, maybe at least a lot of the things that have been like, I've been like pushing down deep down, down inside and I haven't let it Mm -hmm. boil to surface and like, you know, not talking to a whole bunch of people all the time might have you look inside a little bit, but yeah yeah wow that you know you never know how these podcasts are gonna go you know and i kind of just wanted to have it be an open format and i'm glad we could talk about these kind of things but you know with that being said let's get the hype energy going because we're gonna end this by hopefully if it's okay with philip previewing warlord for the fans Oh, let's let's go, let's go. Now that they got my government name too, let's go. <laughs> this is Warlord. <laughs> so that's Yo, gonna be Warlord. everywhere. Friday, October thirtieth. Is that right? Yes, yeah. sir. The Magnus Opus of Sir Winslito, in my humble opinion. An ode. An ode, An ode to, to twenty twenty. 2020 and 2016 trap when we all fucking started oh good times yep i want to thank you for being on the show and uh you know everybody out there stay humble stay true hey yo love you everyone love you too man peace
It is okay. You are safe now. You're no longer in a state of emergency from that filth, banger, atomic bomb that Winslow just dropped. That shit is hard. That's the shit that we wanted to make when we were in, in 2016. And now we're making it out. Super inspiring. Love this talk with my friend Winslow. As I was uh, re-editing this, I was like, damn, man. We're homies. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just proud of, you know, the people in my circle that, you know, you get to see you get to see their come up. And without um, a shadow of a doubt, this is the end of the episode. I love y'all. Trill Talk Tuesdays is a lot of fun. It's a cool project. Um, you know, if there's anyone I should talk to, I'd be down for suggestions. I got some monologues coming up episodes and then i have a lot of other friends but you know i like doing research on people but again stay humble stay true